Hello everyone, my name is Andy Spiteri, and I'm the host of the ZeldaCast, and the Omega Metroid Podcast, and Virtual Theater. As you can tell, I really love podcasting. After almost six years of the ZeldaCast, five years of Virtual Theater, and four years of the Omega Metroid Podcast, I swore that I would never make another podcast, but here I am today, excited to announce not one, not two, but three extra bonus shows that you can get each month on my newly reimagined Patreon channel, available at patreon.com forward slash spnet. You'll have your choice of bonus shows, depending on which tiers you choose to sign up for. Each podcast has its own monthly bonus show. The ZeldaCast will have the ZeldaCast Top 10s, where we can have some fun and give out a classic ranking on different topics each month with a different guest. Omega Metroid will continue with the Great Metroid Area Ranking, where we are ranking every single area in the Metroid series. And Virtual Theater will debut the Spiteri's Review, a show where my wife and I will give some thoughts on movies or shows old and new. There's also an ultimate tier that will get you access to all of these bonus shows if you really want to take your Spiteri podcasting to the next level. If that isn't enough, all shows feature a level of interactivity where patrons can weigh in and vote on which topics, shows, and areas we discuss next. Membership starts at as little as $1 a month, so I'm hoping you'll check out all the great bonus content that's going to be coming your way on patreon.com forward slash spnet. Whatever your bonus show of choice, I want to thank you for listening, and I hope to be able to see you over at patreon.com forward slash spnet. Here on ZeldaDungeon.net, my name is Andy Spateri, joined by Alice and Aletha. How are we doing today, Al? It's Thanksgiving. Woo! Oh yeah, that's Thanksgiving for you, yes. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and also, last week was your birthday. How was your birthday? Uh, you know what? It was It was really good, actually. We did, um, my family did, like, run for the cure. So I was up at like seven on my birthday, which whatever. And uh, yeah, so, and my family, here's a story about my family. My family, you know, you know what my father would say if talking about, uh, talking about their ability to be on time is like, ah, they were born late. So like, like my, my dad is just like, you'd swear this was the biggest, like the the most important thing ever. He's just like, okay, we got to be there for for eight o'clock. The run starts at nine. He's like, you go out, you got to be there for eight o'clock because they're going to block off the streets for the run and there's not going to be parking. And this is like the third year we've done this. And I was like, dad, they're not they're No, it's going to be fine. Like, we don't need to be there that early. He's like, he's like, everybody's, everybody's getting there at eight o'clock. And I was like, okay. And so Sam and I wake up and it's seven 30 and I'm just like, oh no, like, ah, I'm going to, I'm not going to make it there for eight o'clock. Cause it's about like 20 minutes away, uh, where this run is. And so I'm, I'm. I'm doing some quick, some quick calculations, and I'm like, I do not have time to stop and get a coffee, I, or else I shall be late. And mm-hmm. so we we make it there. We're there for eight o'clock. Do you think there's a single member of my family there at eight o'clock? <laughs> no, not a single one. 
And to add insult to injury, so there is there is a a coffee stand there that they're you know they have like these big things of coffee. They're giving them to all the runners, but it, it's kind of like that crappy. You know, it's not very yeah, good not coffee. the best coffee. Not like yeah. So I wait in line after after all my family shows up. It's like quarter to nine at this point, and I'm grouchy. And uh, and I haven't told anyone it's my birthday either because I was like, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm 36, who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm waiting for coffee. Sam's with me. And uh, and w- there's, like, two more people ahead of us. We've been in line for, like, 10 minutes. And they're like, we ran out of coffee. Sorry, guys. No! Like, ah! <laughs> so, That's upsetting. You know, after that, they, they eventually did restock the coffee. And we got some. It wasn't very good. But we did the run for the cure. It was uh, it was quite good. Or yeah, the, the run the run was fine. It was it was good. Sam and I we, we went home. We napped. We were gonna go for dinner that night with my dad, but I, I think I told you last week we had like a lot of dinners going on, so we postponed it to this week, which is Thanksgiving yeah. week. So uh, nice. yeah, that's what we got nice. going on. I had Thanksgiving poutine on Thursday. That was really nice. That sounds good. You sent that picture, and I was like, I kind of want to go get poutine. It was. I good. live right next to a shop called Poutine. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> it always looks really good, but I never get it. So yeah, you said that picture and I was like, oh man, now I'm kind of craving it. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, honestly, it was just like taking a bunch of leftovers and just like smashing That's them up cool. together with some French fries. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was nice. good. I felt sleepy after though. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. yeah. I feel like Thanksgiving <laughs> time, it, you're bound to be like wanting to take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's on the agenda for, for later uh for later today i'm sure but uh yeah. yeah what's going on with you al um well after this i'm gonna go play family D- uh dungeons and dragons i'm really excited it's my first time ever playing like actual dungeons and dragons like outside of video game stuff but also my little brother had a baby wow i'm so happy <laughs> like you know okay so i i've never wanted kids i don't want kids but like and when they announced they were pregnant i was like i was kind of like thrown off and I was like wow okay there really is going to be a baby in our family and now that they have it I'm like oh my gosh I'm so excited there's a baby in our family like Aww. I'm so like excited for them and happy for them and I hope I don't have to babysit a lot but I still want to see oh, her oh and- <laughs> that's gonna be fun that's gonna be fun congrats I'll, I will spoil the heck out of her so yeah I walked uh I walked into to my sister's place she has three kids two two twins that were just born like three weeks ago and and my two and a half year old nephew and Sam and I walked in. He, he, usually they're like kind of shy. He was kind of shy. It took him a little bit to get out of his shell for a while. But now we walk in and he's just like, ah, uncle, <laughs> auntie. Like he's, he's, it's cute. Cute. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so lots of cool stuff going on in, in the yeah. world. Um, so I guess we should uh, we should talk about some Legend of Zelda today. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're here for. Um, so we're going back to, uh, to the Tears of the Kingdom well. As it poutine were, poutine and babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, poutine and babies. Uh, not the first time we've talked about poutine and babies, actually, if you remember. But um, yeah. we're going back to the Tears of the Kingdom well, and uh, we are going to we're going to be talking about our favorite side quests from the game. So specifically, side quests, not side right. adventures. I have that right. right. Yeah, I have that right. Side quests and side. Yeah, we adventures. already did side adventures. Yeah. Um, I was asking my brother Shad for ideas, and he was like, "Oh, you got to talk about rebuilding, uh, Lorelin. And I was like, "No, that's a side event. We already yeah. did that." And he's like, "Oh, I should probably listen to this podcast." Yeah. Well, so they, uh, th- there's a very weird distinction. It seems very arbitrary. I don't know what constitutes an adventure versus a quest. I feel like an adventure is very involved and like 
just there's so much more meat on it and a side quest is just kind of like a little thing that you do you know like you're not wrong but but some of these side quests also have like some pretty substantial like as we'll talk about when we get into it but uh and, and some of the side adventures were were fairly like one and done you know like so it, it seems like an odd distinction but before we talk about the side quests we should mention actually we should mention two things first of all um there's a there's a great feature on zeldadungeon.net where the writing team actually uh they they uh they scooped us they got ahead of us with their own list of their favorite side quests now they didn't differentiate mm -hmm. between side adventures side quests shrine quests all that it's just it's one big mama jama there so um you should go check that out there's a lot of really great uh, a lot of really great great opinions and, and thoughts on there. I try not to read it too much because I try not to let it, like, influence Yeah, I haven't me. read it yet. I was going to wait until after the episode. Yeah. Uh, but we should also mention that as of April 2024, the online functionality for your beloved Wii U's and 3DS's are no more. It is going the way of the dinosaur, which... Um, which is too bad, you know? Which is too bad. Um, so for all of you Triforce Heroes fans out there, that means that you can't play online anymore. Uh, but you can you can still play multiplayer locally, but no more online play. So I don't know. I was kind of thinking maybe we should do like a last hurrah, like a like a Triforce Heroes like playthrough together How or something. How likely is that actually going to happen? I mean, like I could, I could make it happen. For... We should get me, you, and Corey... For the benefit of this podcast, I think that I think that we could do it. Okay. <laughs> we could. Yeah. Um, now that being said, I've actually been uh, been playing a lot of 3ds, not on my 3ds. If you catch my drift, and there's a lot of really cool technology there. So if you really, you know, if you're really looking to play with people, you know, if you're that Triforce Heroes diehard or whoever you are, um, and you want to play with people online, there there still is options for you. But mm -hmm. um, yeah. That's, uh, it's, it's the end of an era. At least, yeah, uh, at least I the mean, 3DS for me feels like. I never, I can't say I ever really played online for the Wii U. I can't say I ever really played online for either, except for Triforce Heroes. So it doesn't really feel like anything to me. I'm pretty indifferent. Yeah. But I also kind of like that as we've been talking about the next, you know, console and the next age of Nintendo, I kind of like that we're wrapping up this stuff back here in the background Wii U. 3ds we've wrapped up the e-shops and stuff and we're moving on and i kind of like the idea of being more centralized on the switch mm. and the switch 2 if that's what we're gonna have you know i kind of like that being the focus and and i don't know i just feel like that would mean more brain power on those consoles on those games so i think so yeah, yeah. it, it, so feel, it feels like those doors are closing so that yes. potentially other doors can be opened yeah soon um, I'm still feeling pretty good about my Switch 2 reveal this year, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it's October. It's our, God, it's already the first week of October's gone. What happened to September? I just like, I don't know. These are my favorite months and they always go by so fast, but whatever. Anyways, we're almost there. We're almost there. So we'll see, I guess, what's going to happen. We'll see. Speaking of C, uh, I got a plug. I've been playing Sea of Stars. This game is yeah. awesome. This game <laughs> is so awesome. If any of you guys listening to this, want a little break from Zelda and you want a classic RPG, it's kind of like Chrono Trigger, kind of like Golden Sun, I cannot recommend Sea of Stars enough. This might be my game of the year. I think I'm almost ready to say that officially. It's so Dang. awesome. 
Yeah, but I still gotta I mean, play Super I've... Mario Wonder. Oh yeah, when does that come out? Soon. I don't think that'll be game of the year, but I don't think so. Either. I'm still I'm still behind Baldur's Gate three for game of the year. I feel like I've been playing that game for like a year Forever, now, but I've yeah. only a hundred and forty hours in. That's not even as much as I have in tears. So yeah, I like, guess so. So, but I only played that game for two months. It's crazy. Uh, I have 155 hours into Tears, and I thought that was light, actually. And and I still... So I want to preface... Let, let's talk about these Tears of the Kingdom side quests here. And I want to preface something to, to our audience in that uh, I am... I'm going to talk about some of my favorite side quests, but I, I'm, I'm certainly not going to be the authority on these side quests because... I was, I'm taking a look at my completion. It's not good. It's not good at all. I've completed 53 out of 139 side quests, which to me wow. seemed outrageous because I was like, I feel like yeah. I've done like a million side quests. But well, you it, have to consider that you've also done side adventures, so yeah. it does feel like you're doing a million side quests. Well, I, I did finish all the side adventures after the last episode we did because I felt like a, like a schmuck because you'd done them all and I hadn't. And so, like, all my side adventures, my shrine quests, my, like, like everything's done. Um, yeah. But they're, yeah, the side quests, unfortunately, are the ones that uh, need a little working on here. So, the point, the point is, of that is that, uh, you know, you might be talking about some, some shrine, or side quests, rather, that I haven't got to yet. And I'm just going to mm-hmm. talk about the ones that I've completed. My plan was to finish the rest, like get back into tears. I was, I took a little break because, like you, like you just said, we played like a lot of hours in a very short amount of time, like yeah. 150 hours in two months. So mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I'm a little bit tears of the kingdom out. But when the DLC comes out, I'll jump back in. I'll finish everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were both saying that. I mean, and... yeah. Yikes. Yeah. No. No, no. I still, I feel like I'm still okay with the decision for no DLC, but I do kind of feel bummed that I was like, that was going to be my reason to play this game again. I mean, not that I need one. I love this game and I will play it again, but like, I was looking forward to that moment. Come at the end of the year, we were going to jump back into this game. Yeah. You know, and be excited about new content. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I, I, I still am a little bit disappointed that there's no additional content coming, no DLC, but I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that the reason for that is so that the next Zelda game can come out faster. I really think that's the reason. So like I'm okay with that trade off, definitely. Like okay. I want the new Zelda game that I had a dream about the new Zelda game last night. I Did swear you? to God. I it okay. was like Link had this cool new green tunic and the game the game was like all green. I don't know why, but like it was uh that was my takeaways. Like everything was very green. Link was green, and it was a new Zelda. It was open world, but it was mm-hmm. like different. I don't know. I hope it comes true. I hope that was like an apparition rather than a dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that kind of cool tunic on it. Look good. Um, I I wouldn't mind going back to the classic tunic. Yeah, I think I think it looked like an updated, like modernized, but like still kind of like even if it was a champion's tunic, yeah. it was green. I have really enjoyed. Um... I'm just going to talk about it because it's tears related anyways. I have really enjoyed like the customization where you can put on different outfits for yes. different like weather, body blah, and you could paint them or dye them or whatever. But I kind of feel like I would want more. Like I wouldn't mind going back to traditional clothes, but I think like I would have more fun with Link. Like if you could do different hairstyles or if you could, um, I know like 
there is customization in games, so you can make them more like yourself, and Link isn't like that. But I wouldn't mind having more fun with Link's appearance. Yeah, I think so. I think, like, if you're going to do clothes, why not hair? And if you're yeah. going to... I mean... Like, there are different hairstyles that come with those clothes. Like, you could have the, the Sheikah bun. Yeah. Or the the Gerudo little top thingy. But, but I would want to do it myself, you know? Yeah. I, uh... Okay, this is the last second. The last side story before we get to these side quests. I had like that little link thing going on this weekend. I, I woke up and my hair was just like down to my nose. And I was like, you know what? This is enough. And so I went to the barber. This guy like cut off all my hair. It literally looked like Link's little little man top bun thing that he had going on there. And I was just like, oh my God. So uh, yeah, uh, customizing hair is always a good thing. Um, okay, yeah. let's talk about these side quests from Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom has a ridiculous amount of side quests the amount of content in this game actually is just like staggering and um i think it's a conversation worth having to talk about if that content was necessary or how engaging a lot of that content actually is because i think that tears definitely goes not even like quantity over quality because it's not like any of them are bad but it definitely goes quantity over Mm -hmm. you know a, a lot a lot of them to me feel like they're they're different but the same you know and and not a lot of them stick out to me and then i'm not I'm not trying to sound like i'm drinking any haterade or anything like that that's just kind of my haterade. my initial impression of the side quests for for tears would you agree with that assessment yeah i think there was a lot and probably some that weren't entirely necessary um but it's also like n- none of them were really that i have one where i'm like this was too much and i have another one where i'm like they're pushing it Mm. but like the rest i'm like it's fine although there were times while i was playing where i was like oh there's another side quest there i don't know if i really want to do that and like i'm kind of over it because there's almost 140 (laughs) once again nintendo with a weird ass number 139 that is a weird you know what can i sorry to interrupt i have a weird nitpick here i'm looking at my list i know i know i've gotten all the shrines but my shrine quests say i've completed 30 of 31 what does that mean there's no I, open quests. Uh, let me look. Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because most of them are like crystals or yeah. like guiding you somewhere or. All I, I can, don't know all what I you can would think be of is that I just did it and didn't actually activate the quest to do it. You know what I mean? That is my guess. Yeah. Yeah. But it wouldn't have been a crystal one. It would have been like something. Some rando. Not story related, but you know, like just a random yeah. one that that w- had a character involved, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Yeah, well, that is let's, weird. Let's talk about these. Uh, let's talk about these side quests. So, so we didn't like rank them or or order them mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, but rather, we just kind of picked out the ones that stood out to us, and and we'll talk about them. And then I think like I think like most of the ones that I picked out stood out to me in a really positive way. I think we might have the same one for the one that's. Maybe pushing it a little bit. So why don't we start with that one, actually? Let's see if we're on the same wavelength. Um, so let's uh, go. For pushing it? For pushing it. Okay. I said pictures for the stables. Okay. Okay. That That is not my pushing it. I have okay, not I, I have not done that the one. The one where I was me. like, this is, this is too much. The one I had for this is too much is, like, the monster hunting. But, um... Uh, so the pictures for the stables is like you go and you start talking to stable people and then you notice that there's this big blank kind of canvas area yeah. in a stable and you go look at it and the stable master's like, oh, hey, Link, I noticed that you are looking there. 
uh, I need a picture of such and such, the goddess statue, the mm. uh, smiling dueling peaks, or not dueling peaks, but uh, spectacle rock or whatever. And so you go take a picture of that thing and you give it to the, the stable master. He posts it on the wall, which is cool. I thought it was really fun when I started it, but then you know, I realized it's like for literally every stable and there's mm. like 15 plus the two in the stable by the desert. And so I was just like, oh, this is this is a little too much. But also, I kind of wanted to do the pictures myself, like, of something to put up there instead of what they wanted. Like, I understood yeah. why it was what they wanted. But I had some really cute, like, cool pictures of the stables at, like, sunrise or sunset. And I was like, this would be a cool picture to put here. <laughs> mm. But they didn't want that. So, um, And some of the things they were asking for, too, were, like, I couldn't get a good picture of it. So it was just a crappy picture. Mm. That's kind of the worst is like when you like if you're taking a picture of the compendium, for example, you have like a sword on your back. You just take a selfie, but it counts. Yeah, it's just kind of it feels a little <laughs> bit cheap. Um, yeah. No. So so I had for for one that was just like a little bit too much, um, which was fun at first and it still like is. But I, I put down the wells, which oh, uh, OK, which is one of the big side quests in the game. Um, where are the wells? The well lady uh, who. Mm -hmm loves wells which i guess maybe there are people in the world that love wells there are some weird people in the in this world that like weird things so. you know i mean wells as a concept are pretty cool actually like a little pit down to the the earth where like there's fresh mm -hmm. water that you can extract like that's kind of cool so i mean mm -hmm. i i get it um and i think it's really fun but again i i think that the the problem with this side quest and and you could maybe extrapolate it as a whole to tears of the kingdom is that it indulges just a bit too much. Like there are, God, I don't even know how many. I don't uh, know. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now once I find it. But I mean, there's like a hundred. I think there's 89 wells. Is mm. is the number that uh, I am thinking? Um. So okay, yeah, pretty close. So I found 58 wells, and uh, no, I'm sorry, there are 58 in total. I've told her 26. Okay, so there's not a hundred, but it's just. Okay. It seems like. It seems like a lot because, it, you know, in my mind, it's just like there should be a well for every town. You know, that's fine. Maybe a mm -hmm. well or two in like the, the central high rule where there used to be towns. That's fine. But mm -hmm. like, where the heck are the rest of these wells? I have no idea. And like, <laughs> um, <laughs> they're by stables. <laughs> I, like, I've got all those ones. I've got the ones in towns and stables. Those ones make sense. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I found one or two in like the ruins of, of towns in, in central high rule, right. high rule castle. But yeah, I was just like, I don't know, like, I sometimes less is more, you know? Like, maybe if there's only 12 wells, they feel a little bit more special or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I put that on my list, but I actually really liked it. Um, not as much as the caves, but I felt like it was a continuation of the caves, because sometimes the wells connected yeah. to caves or connected to each other, or there was something going on in these wells. Um I just, I always liked finding one and being like, ooh, here's one of my wells, and um, trying to remember what was in it. Sometimes there was side quests in them. And I thought the the reward you get for it is really cute. It's like a little snow globe of a well. It's adorable. So I actually really like this one. Plus, it was my first introduction into the depths. I was looking for the wells for this lady and dropped into the depths. And I feel like that's a really cool experience that that I got to have. So I actually really like this one. I maybe it went a little too far, but considering I'm looking for 900 Koroks, Addison is around 80 some places. There's, I don't know, 112 caves or whatever. I'm also, I'm just throwing these numbers out there, but like it didn't feel as burdensome as 
some of those other things. Fair. That's definitely fair. Um, but I would maybe go back to my, my first point, but like it just, it overindulges itself a little bit too much in multiple areas. But uh, like th this, this side quest is cool. It definitely sticks out. This was actually like immediately the first side quest that I thought of just because it, it's yeah. unique. Like who likes Wells? I thought of it too. <laughs> and I was like, wait, is this a side quest or a side adventure? <laughs> it, it, I can confirm it is a side yeah, quest. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that this one, I I reckon this is probably a lot of people's maybe first side quest that they think of when they think of side quests. So it is fun. I do like the idea of like spelunking and finding these like secret caves and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I wish I wish there weren't so many because <laughs> there's Fair a lot. Enough. Um, yeah. Speaking of of ones that you said that uh, that were a little bit too much. I, I got the side quest for the monsters, and I want to get the ones that mm -hmm. I'm kind of iffy on out of the way that stick out to me first, by the way. Okay. So yeah. I, I got the one for the yeah, monsters, and I was just like, no way. No way, Jose. I'll do the Gleox. I'll do the Constructs. I ain't doing the Taluses. I ain't, I'm probably not going to do the Lionels, although there's not that many Lionels. Lionels are not part of it. For some reason, oh, they yeah, don't that's count. that's right, because they don't yeah. have a health bar, right? Yes. Yeah. That's correct, yeah. Ugh. Um, so it starts off where he's like, they're like the wanted side quest where it's like, can you go take care of this specific monster? And it's like, okay, cool. I took care of this specific monster. And then they're like, now we've got weird monsters, the constructs, the foxes. Can you go check those out? And you do, and you come back. And then he's like, okay, you have this many left of each monster and you can decide if you want to go fight them or not. I did. And it was a pain. The, the metals are kind of cool, especially for the new monsters. Um, but I just, I will never do that again. It was too many. That mm. where it was, that's where it totally overindulged. It was just too much. And it, like the Gleox were cool because there was only so many Moldogas. There's yeah. only four. So it was fine. But when you've got like freaking, I don't know, 85 Taluses. And don't get me wrong. I love fighting Taluses. But I don't, they're like every square foot of this game. And it's just like, oh, So that was way too much for me. Yeah. I, I honestly, just listening to you describe it, I was just like, I am not doing this. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, this is filed right next to 900 Koroks for me. I caught a Korok this morning, by the way. Another. Oh, Korok. good job! You did last weekend too. I did last. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm up to. I have 12 Koroks in my inventory right now. Uh, I don't know how many I've spent, but actually, you know what? I can check for you right now. Let's see. I have. Um, I have. Oh, shoot. It only shows me the amount of Koroks I have right now. I can tell you for sure I have 12. And I can tell oh you for God. sure my inventory is not that big. So there if we go. If you caught a Korok every weekend until you found all of them, it would take you 17 years. Wow. <laughs> Did you just do that math? Like, like No, that? I, I pulled up my calculator. Oh. <laughs> 17 years. Well, I'm off to a good start for right now. <laughs> You know, some of those weeks, though, there's the dual pack. So, like, you know, bring oh, me to my yeah. buddy. So, so maybe, maybe, yeah. And then, plus, you already had, like, 60-something. So, maybe, maybe I'm looking at 15 Maybe you're years. at 15. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 15 <laughs> years. Okay. Um, oh yeah, those, those are the only ones that stick out that kind of seem like a drag to me. Is, is, there, any, mm -hmm. is there any other ones that... Uh... No, everything else I did that I put on here were stuff that I kind of liked or, like, I thought was cute. Um Nothing that felt like, oh, this is such a chore to do. I agree. Yeah, everything else I have I thought was really fun, really charming. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, let's talk about the good stuff. And how, okay. do you, how do you want to do you want to just, you want to do one? I'll do one, you do one, I do Yeah, one. let's do that. I don't okay. I don't know. I might have more than you, but let's do I that. I think you probably we... do. 
run out. I had 12, so. Okay, I have, uh, like, seven or eight. Okay. Okay, this one is, like, pretty low on the list, but I love it because of the nostalgia is the feathered fugitives, which is when you're cuckoo chasing uh, at a sable. And <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this is cute. Like, like good old times in Zelda. You go around, run around catching the cuckoos, put them in their pen. Yeah. And that's really it. But I just, it just, you know, it takes you back, and I kind of love it. You know, I had a quest exactly like that. It's very simple, very, like, not not really a lot to it, but it just, it made me smile. And that was spotting spot, which is you, you got to catch yeah, that I horse. Yeah, I thought of that one, too. Yeah, I didn't add it to my list, but I, it was cute. Yeah, I just, I don't know, kind of, it, kind of like you said, like, it, it just made me think of, like, the Zelda games of old, where, you know, catching a horse or, like, herding up cuckoos was, was kind of a big deal. That was, like, a big side quest, and... And for whatever reason, yeah, this one just kind of brought a smile to my face. And also, I was just like, this this little horse, he's out there in the world all alone, and now I'm going to bring him to the stable and, like, give him a nice little home, so. Yeah, but, like, also the little man that's looking for him is like, you know, maybe he found some friends out there. Why don't you decide if we let him go or keep him? I yeah. let him go. Um, I kept him, but I think what I did is I registered him, took him out, and kind of let him, because I never ride horses, never. <laughs> So Just he, I think next. he's out in the world somewhere, honestly. I don't know what he's doing, but I, I hope he's okay. I'm sure he's okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that's a good, uh, that's a good pick. All right. Um, this one I really liked. It's like a combination of a few quests, um, but the outcome is what I like the most. And I, this is another situation where I found it for, I found the end result first and unfortunately didn't get the build up to it, but I still love the end result. So it's the mushroom cave quests with the two sisters, Nat and Megan. And you have like three quests with them where you like give them mushrooms, help them get their tent back. Hmm. And then they're like, okay, we're trying to find the secret mushroom cave. And so you help them find the secret mushroom cave and it's beautiful. It's like covered in like crystals and it's like this little nook and there's mushrooms everywhere. And I love mushrooms in this game. So I just like the end result was so cool. That, like, yeah, it might have been a, a little bit of a chore to do a couple of the things with these sisters, but, like, I really loved that mushroom cave, and I always went back to it to, like, grab all my mushrooms, so. What, what's that um, quest actually called? There's three of them, and so, uh, I, I would have I've to go down. One. There's, like, um, finding the ten, oh, here we go, cave of mushrooms that glow, so you gotta give ten bright caps to the sisters. Capture tent, you have to help them get their tent back. And then who finds the haven, and that's when they're finding the mushroom cave. Okay. I'm hoping that this inspires me to finish some of these side quests like our side adventure episode did. Because mm -hmm. uh, that sounds pretty and you cool. And could, you could totally find that cave like I did. I found it through adventuring and exploring before I even met the sisters. And when they were like, we're trying to find a secret cave, I was like, I already found it. Right. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> I'm not telling you where it is. Um, yeah, okay. That That's... Uh... Man, I gotta find that that mushroom cave, I guess. Um, <laughs> I have, uh, I really like this one, which uh, kind of made me feel like a, a swashbuckler of old, and that was uh, <laughs> seeking the pirate hideout, where you after after you drive out the pirates from Lurland Village, you actually got to go and find like where where their hideout is, and basically eliminate them all. And it's on like the backside of Eventide Island, which I thought was just like. Yeah, it just gave me like a Pirates of the Caribbean kind of kind of vibe, and like I actually at the time I had a um, I had like my fast travel little thing up on the the Gleok Island that's in like the top corner of the map by um, 
by eventide like in the, in the very top corner there so i fast mm-hmm. traveled there and literally just like sit like dove down to get into yeah. the into the backside and there's an there's another little um a quest as well that you that you do while you're there which is one of the the misco's treasure hunt uh i, I think there's something in there as well but so those, those two kind of rolled into one but yeah it's just kind of like like there's a lot of side quests where you fight hordes of moblins or or whatever like enemies uh but this one stuck out to me it's just like a charming pirate tale which i i thought the whole idea that the pirates took over lurlin was like so fun and like just so yeah. like so whimsical and and great it was like a really good example of like like the same place but totally different in tears mm-hmm. of the kingdom so i i yeah. liked everything to do with the pirates i thought that was fun too and like i it's kind of funny that it's just like it's more of the same monsters but they're pirates yeah so kind of it like changed them just a tiny bit, but not really. Um, so I thought that was kind of fun, but also like doing those quests with the pirates and on their pirate and on their ships and stuff. There was a lot of like environmental stuff that you could do with it. Like you could like hit them hard enough that they'd fall off into the water and drown, or you yeah. could blow them up. I sent like a rocket over because they had a bunch of bombs on their ship, and I blew them up. Like it was fun. You could be strategic, strategic about it instead of just running in, hacking and slashing. That that was my go-to was was sniping the uh, like the silver ones with my bomb arrow so that they'd fall into the water and like drown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was horrible like, oh, way to go. <laughs> I know, but I did it a lot. I was like, get in the water, get in the water. Well, especially with the horriblins when they were on the ceiling, and if oh. you happen to be in a cave with water and you could snipe them into the water, yeah. perfect. Yeah, that's the pirate's code. By God, you live by the sea, <laughs> you die by the sea. Uh, all right, what do we got next? Okay, this one was also really simple. I I have a feeling that, like, some of mine are because of aesthetic reasons, but mm. um, the secret room, which is a Korok uh, quest, he is in the mouth of the Deku tree, and he's making a secret little room in there. And it's super cute, and he asks you for some stuff, um, for, like, illuminating stuff. I can't remember the exact items, but you help him set up the secret little room, and I wanted to use it. I was like, can I come and sleep here? But no, this was his little jammy place, and... Okay. And it was just so cute, and he was so excited to decorate his room. And I'm like, I'm excited when I decorate my room. So he's got a little <laughs> fort. Yeah, yeah, it was adorable. So, and then it looked all pretty and like glowy and ethereal, and it was great. Cool, That's a cool little, cool little hangout there. Um, yeah. All right, so I have uh, next on the list here. Uh, this was, I felt like this was another kind of simpler one, but I felt really cool doing it which was finding the new champion's tunic. Um, okay. So, and you find it in Hyrule Castle. And and I was I was looking for this thing, looking for this thing. And I and I finally found it. And I was just like, I think you have to light two torches. And I was like, yeah. And I, because I was looking <laughs> for like a, a good piece of armor because I, I just had the, the Hylian tunic on for like the majority of my playthrough. So, and I did, I didn't go to Hyrule Castle until I did all four regional phenomena. So I was like, I got to get something going on here. So for that fact alone, I was like super pumped when I got the champion's tunic. Um, it was a little bit different. It wasn't like the classic. I didn't know that you could get the classic Right, it had one. the leathers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the champion's leathers rather than the tunic. Mm-hmm. And you, you do get the tunic later from another quest but yeah this one was a little bit different a little bit more like sturdy rugged looking and it was it replaced the hylian tunic finally so i was just like yes i'm this is good this is great and it was <laughs> nice. just again it, it, it actually kind of reminded me of twilight princess just like lighting the two torches in hyrule castle and a big chest 
pops up. Yeah, it was very classic. Exactly. Yeah, I like that too. When you like read Zelda's diary about it. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, he'll never guess it's to do with the torches. But I wonder if we like showed up there and saw the torches, we'd be like, oh yeah, I could like the torches and something will happen here. I I did not read her diary. I just I saw these torches that were unlit, and I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. That's it. My my spider senses were tingling. Do you do that with other games? Because I've been doing this with Baldur's Gate, where you see like a crumbling yep. wall, and you're like, "I could totally bomb that wall," you if, know. If you if you play a game enough, you like a series, you you start to learn that language. Like, yeah. Like Metroid, like I'm playing a ton of Metroid games lately, and and I I can walk into a room like right away and be like, "There's a there's an expansion hidden in this room," or like, mm-hmm. "There's like." from multiple rooms away it's like i could tell i'm about to get an upgrade or i could tell i'm about to fight a boss or i can tell mm-hmm. that like you know you you definitely pick up on on that like like if you're playing zelda you're, you see sometimes you'll be in a dungeon you just see a wall just be like this wall looks that like suspicious. yeah there's nothing there's nothing out of the ordinary about it but like it looks yeah. like it could be bombed or it looks like something should be here mm-hmm. and more and more often than not there is yeah, and uh, torches too. There's been oh, a yeah. few torch puzzles in this game where I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta light the torches for this. So, yeah, I I do that as well with a lot of games where I'm like, oop, this puzzle looks looks a little familiar, you know, not like in the sense that it's been done before, but like you get the the basic gist of it. Yeah, you you speak the language of of the game, so you mm-hmm. know that there is something to be done. So, yeah, you know what? I, I, I was that. actually I was seeing that in um when my sisters or my sisters my sister and I were rewatching the Indiana Jones movies so we could watch the latest one, and um there's very Zelda like puzzles in the Indiana Jones movies and I was like this is so Zelda like it's not even funny like okay. reflecting like, reflecting sunlight to it through a crystal I was like this is very Spirit Dungeon Temple esque you know yeah. Yeah. it was it's great anyways. <laughs> little sidebar there okay my next one i wonder if you would have this one or if you've even done it but like the minecart land stuff with the gorons have you done those no okay so these gorons were like look at all these like unused minecarts we got in here let's turn it into like a fun like mini game thing so you can get yourself a little fan connected to the minecart use the minecart and go around and you pop balloons okay and it's like great. It's awesome. again it's it's a classic like where you you shoot at things in a gallery or whatever, but instead you're on a minecart and which are is uh, similar to a lot of Zelda puzzles too where you're in a minecart and you have to hit switches or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's great. You could do like three different levels. There's one where they go um one of the brothers goes even higher up the mountain and makes his own course and it's fantastic. It's so much fun. I loved it. Yeah, that sounds Is it around Death Mountain? Yes. Yeah, I uh Man, I gotta up my my side quest game, but yeah, that sounds sweet. That reminds me of when you're riding Epona in, in Grudo Valley, and just like yeah, you know. So that, that much, that's yeah. like a exactly. solid that's a solid Zelda side quest for sure. That sounds fun, yeah. and I love me a good Minecraft. Minecraft? Yeah. No, Minecart. Minecart? Yeah, Minecart. Did I say Minecraft? Oh god, no, I said Minecraft. Okay. Um, okay. Well, speaking of uh, same kind of idea here, but the Terrytown races, I had a blast with this I, I these must be on your list too because this was so fun. i actually didn't put them on my list no? I did okay. have fun with them. i think my only gripe about them is i wish i was racing other people a little bit yeah and it, like bumping into them like bumper carts that's my only complaint about it it's a little bit easy i, I will say yeah. that like uh they make it seem like it's really really hard mm-hmm. but like I, I don't know i i never got close to to not finishing with all like the little light gimmicks that you need to get 
However, I still had a blast. It was just like, it felt like four by four and I built like this kind of like makeshift quad and I was just like bumping yeah. and, and going over all the hills and <laughs> stuff like that. And I was just, I was yeehawing and having a great time while I was doing it, which mm-hmm. was, uh, which was a lot of fun. And it's like, it's rewarding to build your own car and then drive it over and get all, and get all the stuff too. And, um, I don't know if this is part of this quest or not, but I'm just going to bring it up. The boat one in Lurelin. That's like an extension. Yeah. Oh, that was even more fun. That reminded mm-hmm. me of like hovercraft racing from Diddy Kong racing from back in the yeah. day, which, yeah. uh, I, and I did it at night while it was storming too. So it was just like, yes, this is awesome. And I was like, I was like wave race 64 ing like swerving and hitting all the lights. <laughs> and I was just, I was yeah. like, yeah, this is great. I love that Bolson's involved with the water one too, and Neil come back and he's yeah. like, "Ooh, you beat the record!" and then like just hyping you up. It's yeah. great. But they do make it seem like it's so hard, and they're like, "Yeah, our testers just are not having a good time with this." And then they also like, you know, don't steal our control stick. And I'm like, "Lady, I have 110 control yeah, sticks in my inventory." Here? Like, <laughs> and <laughs> and yeah, I loved um, like kind of playing around with the builds and making different things and seeing what went faster. I did like I did like it a lot, but I didn't put it on my list. Okay, well, more you put my cards, I put hovercraft, so uh, that even. There we go. I, I said um, my cards, right? Not Minecraft. Yeah, mine. Minecraft, Minecraft, not Minecraft. Oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. Somebody right. come in this episode and count how many times we said Minecraft on accident. Actually, don't do that. <laughs> um, okay, this is another one that is, it's kind of simple, and the only reason I like it is because, well, not the only, but it's like a continuation from Breath of the Wild. So there's this um, husband and wife, and you don't actually meet the husband in Breath of the Wild, I don't think, but the wife is like, can you get me Moldoga guts to help my sick husband? Okay. And then in this game, she's like, I need Gliok guts to help my sick husband. This guy gets sick a lot. But they're like on their, their honeymoon wedding adventure and they're like, oh, he's sick. I need Gliok guts. So you give her Gliok guts. And mm-hmm. they continue their journey. So I love that it's a continuation. But also, part of their journey, their honeymoon, is on Satori Mountain. They're like camping on Satori oh. Mountain. And I was like, this is so cute. <laughs> this is like my dream. This is what I would want to do in my with my honeymoon in Hyrule. So no I loved it. <laughs> yeah, that's, Satori Mountain, Allison's there. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I don't think I did that one either. You're putting me to shame with all the quests that you've you've done them all, right? Like you, you're a hundred. Yes, I've done all. Yeah, I've okay. done all of them. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame she married someone with such weak genes. Yeah, I, I guess. Aww. so. Uh, or what is his name? Platt. Poor Platt. <laughs> poor Platt. I'm surprised you didn't bring this one up yet. Actually, I I thought that maybe. It may be uh, on my list. It may be. Okay. Well, here we go. I really enjoyed teach me a lesson which okay, I... is the uh the school one the hitano school yeah. and it's simple like you I, mean, I think the first thing you need to do is just take a picture of the the tapestry the calamity on it the second yeah. one I, I can't remember what you need to do um something it's for monster uh monster you need to make chili food. or something yeah yeah monster you chili. have monster the monster extract for some kind of monster related curry. yeah so it's not it's not like hard or anything like that, but but I did find it charming, and I and I know like we have a lot of uh, teachers on our Zelda Dungeon team, and I know like mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of them talk about this quest, and they they all loved it. But like even as someone not uh, I'm not a teacher, but like I just thought it was charming. Like you like the the day would start in Hateno, you'd see all these kids racing at top speed to school, which I thought mm-hmm. was cute. Then you go in, and uh, the teacher is just kind of. He doesn't have control of this class, and then you've got to come in his link and and help him educate these kids. And 
I don't know. The whole thing was, it was simple, but it was just kind of, it was very cute and very charming. Mm-hmm. The first one, I was more annoyed because I'm literally the hero standing here who did the calamity, you know, and yeah. it's like, and, but like, Simon doesn't say, he's the teacher, I think, Simon doesn't even like point that out, like, here's the actual hero from the calamity, he doesn't yeah. say that. And see, and this is another example like, of when we say there's no connectivity between Breath of the Wild yeah. and Tears of the King, that's a good example. I, think, I mean, Simon, he recognizes you, but he doesn't tell the kids, like, this is the hero, like, dude, does nobody know that Link and Zelda saved them from the calamity, it's weird. Anyways, but then the kids are like, yeah, we don't believe you, we need pictures, no picture, it didn't happen, and <laughs> go grab an, a, a picture of the the tapestry of all things which is like the story from ten thousand years ago not even which anybody recently. could have made also right <laughs> so i think i was actually kind of like a bit miffed by that one not for because it was bad but like because these children were driving me nuts but then the the curry one was super cute like home ec you were teaching yeah. these kids how to make monster curry I, I thought the whole quest was very charming. The music it, in that school is great. The music was great, yeah. yeah. Simon's just kind of like a lovable doofus who's trying to... <laughs> he was the best candidate to teach, even though he's not qualified at all. So, like, okay. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, I, I really like that quest. Not, again, like, I feel like the best quests in this game are the ones that are just kind of simple. And, mm -hmm. you know, like there's not, there's not too much. There's no overindulgence. So yeah, I loved it. Um, okay, I I like this one a lot because I thought it was kind of hilarious. But the heat and cold endurance contest with um I think his name is Rado. It's in the Gerudo Rado. region. Okay. Yeah, Rado. Any relation uh, to, know, to I... Rod Lloyd? Rado? <laughs> okay. R H R A H D O is is how you spell his name, I think. But anyways, he's in the Gerudo region up on the mountain where if you remember in Breath of the Wild, there was a shrine up there and you had to hold up a snowball yeah. over your head to get the shadow. That yeah. same spot. And you, he's like, okay, let's sit, let's stand on these rocks in the middle of the day until the next day and whoever passes out from <laughs> exhaustion. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll risk heat stroke to do this contest with you, right? And he passes out. I'm over here using like, I don't know, like a cool something on my back. You also have to be naked, like in your underwear. So yeah. And then he's like, okay, let's do it with the cold at night. <laughs> I'm like, okay, uh, risking hypothermia. Right, <laughs> and he passes out and it's like, <laughs> I'm over here with like a meteor stick or whatever. It's just, it's so dumb and funny, but like, and I was just sitting there like I'd get on my phone and get on TikTok while I'm waiting for the day to pass. <laughs> 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 so Poor Rado is just... out there putting his life on the line. You're on TikTok. Yeah, you see him like he's like standing there and he's like, yeah, I got this. And he looks really tough. And then he slowly starts to like sway <laughs> oh, boy. or shiver. It's just, I don't know. It's just a funny little side quest. So I like those a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't think I've done that one, but that sounds great. That sounds like uh, you're... you're typical tears of the kingdom npc um okay i've got i have two more two more so another one that really stood out to me that i like this is actually like a, a collection of side quests in one but the um the mother goddess statue that that, oh, falls I that over. one on my list yeah okay I that yeah on my list too. so i i like it's just like kind of a cool idea that you have to go and like pick the statue back up for for all intents and purposes and like you got to mm -hmm. go to the the power and courage and wisdom springs and see what the heck is going on with those guys. And, uh, and I actually, I can't remember now. Cause this is the, the one where you have to find the three spots in, uh, the great plateau. Is that, is that right? Or am I thinking of another, another no, quest? 
that might be something different. The, that might be related to the statue that's underneath the Great Plateau. That, that is death. what I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah. that's Which also a cool a side quest. Adventure. Yeah, yeah, that was a side adventure. But no, I like this one a lot too because you notice that the goddess statue is toppled over. Yeah, and but then you don't know that you could pick it up until you're talking to the goddess statues at the at the springs. So yeah. that and then you bring them dragon pieces just like you did in Breath of the Wild. And yeah, it helps give them power to lift her back up. So yeah, I agree. I thought I liked that one a lot as well. Yeah, it was it's simple, but it's I don't know. It felt like you're like like making a difference in real time, which which mm-hmm. isn't always necessarily the case in like shaping mm-hmm. the world rather than like sh- like just helping out like an NPC. So uh, yeah, I yeah, I this one stuck out to me. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. Um. Okay. Uh. The another. I think I have two left. Um. This one was just kind of like another simple one, but the Great Tumbleweed Purge. Did you do that one? No, that sounds awesome. <laughs> so there's this like uh, area. It's past that mountain I was just talking about with Rado on the other side of that mountain, not in the Gerudo Desert, but the other side. And it's like kind of in this, if I remember right, it's like an area filled with garbage in Breath of the Wild. But in this uh, part, this game, it's filled with tumbleweeds and there's like fans everywhere. So you have to kind of like figure out how to use the fans to get mm-hmm. the tumbleweeds out of this like area so this woman can do whatever the heck she's doing. I don't know what she's doing. But yeah, so it's just like kind of fun because you're just using the fan. You're holding it up with your, your ultra hand and you're just like <laughs> pulling these tumbleweeds out of a ditch basically. And... I don't know why I had so much fun with it. We have, uh, I live in the desert and we have a lot of tumbleweeds here, especially during the windy seasons. We had this one year where there were so many tumbleweeds, like just like blowing everywhere. We called it like tumbleweed get in or something. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. It just reminded me of home. <laughs> just blowing all these tumbleweeds everywhere. Yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah. I, you have to go like pretty far outside Calgary to see tumbleweed in the badlands and stuff. But yeah, that's, that's charming. If nothing else. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I have, one more left, and it's another. It's like a stupid, simple, easy one. Yeah. Um, but I really actually I really liked all of the the Misco treasure side quests, but there was one in particular that felt I don't know, felt kind of cool, and like maybe I I was a little bit uh, like a dunce, but I didn't see this reward coming, which is why it stood out to me. But like, so there's there's a cave where you go and you once you have all three pieces of the fierce deity armor. You you go oh, in there yeah. and like it activates, and I was like, what what is like what is going on? And then you get the fierce deity sword. And I was yeah. just like, oh, this is awesome. Like, this sword is cool. And I'm pretty sure it was in Breath of the Wild as an amiibo drop. And I'm pretty sure I had it, but I totally forgot about it. I totally forgot mm-hmm. that the sword was in the game. And I was just like, this is awesome. So I grabbed that sword. I went back to my house and mm-hmm. I plunked it in my uh, in my souvenir sword stand. And that's where it is to this, to this very second. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah, I keep that sort in my in my house too. Um, I like the way that a lot of the extra stuff that you get that you were getting from amiibo drops in Breath of the Wild, where you had yes. to keep dropping it, is different in this game where it's more of a quest. But also the the statues in the depths will resell them to you for pose, which is super cool. So if you break them, mm-hmm. you know if you decide to use them and you break them, I was using Ganondorf's sword a lot. I think it's called the Dusk Sword in this game, but. Yeah. Uh, I would just go back and get it. And um, so I thought that was really cool for Tears. Um, but yeah, that's a cool one. It was cool that you had to get all the pieces in order to get the sword. Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know why. I just, I wasn't expecting the sword. And I was just like, oh man, this is, this is cool. I totally <laughs> forgot about this. So that's, that's yeah. why it stood out to me. Yeah, for sure. Okay, right. I think, I think this is my last one. So 
excuse me, home on a range is the what you uh, <laughs> what you get from Ronson, I believe yeah. her name is, after you help Madison with her little journey. And you can make your home. And I I do have a couple complaints about the home. Like I wish I the pieces too. could be different colors, different sizes. Um, I wish like you could one... just have as many as you want. Or yeah, as many as you want because you can only have 15. And like they were different shapes, but not really like sizes that you could play around with. Yeah. Um. But I had a lot of fun, like, throwing my house together. And I was like, okay, I definitely want my horse out here. I really liked putting the goddess statue in my house. And yeah. then at one point, I was like, oh, that's too many pieces. I, that's something I'll get rid of. Um, and then I wound up coming up with this really cool two-story where the downstairs was, like, my display for all my items. And, like, the upstairs was, like, the kitchen, my sleeping area. And then I had an open back garden. Mm -hmm. And it looks out into you know, Elden volcano area and I could see the light dragon and Dinral up in the sky at the same oh. time. It was so cool. So I had so much fun playing with that. I just wish there was it was just a little bit more. A little do, bit more customization. Tours of our houses one day on this show. Yeah. That'd that would be, be cool. Yeah. I actually <laughs> like, I warped to my house as soon as when I was talking about my sword, I warped to my I got my switch in front of me and I warped it yeah. so I could see it. So That's I'm in my house right now. You do. That's so funny. Hey uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think that like building the house itself was super fun and like it's it's fun just being able to customize. I do have a beef though in that uh, like we said, I wish that there were more unlimited pieces, but I wish that it looked cooler from like the outside. Like you, you kind of see your yeah, house it and it just looks like really blocky and weird. Yeah, it just looks like uh, it looks like a construction like area where like you have those like little makeshift you know what i'm talking about like when, scaffolding not scaffold but like when when you see like construction workers on a, on a site they usually have like a trailer that's kind of like their office so to speak oh yeah okay a mobile yeah yeah and that's what the that's what your house looks yeah. like so i wish that you could like paint it or like do something cool to it or i don't know something but uh i i agree i had a lot of fun like actually like building the house itself and like customizing it and getting everything to fit properly yep I also did the gallery room so you could get a picture and put a picture in your I house. Guess what I took a picture of? Story Mountain. Something on Story Mountain. I did the cherry blossom tree up there where oh. the King of the Mountain hangs out. During sunset, too. It's really pretty. So I've got uh, a Pona, actually, outside in my oh, nice. in my stable that's outside of my house with a little uh, with a little garden going on here. Um, yeah. Got a, a goddess statue uh, outside, actually. I don't know why I put it outside, but uh, it is. And I've got, uh, yeah, I've got some cool stuff in this house. I got, I got, oh, I don't know if you can see. No. Titan, the big white horse. Oh, okay. That I named him Titan. I've got, uh, let's see, I've got the, the boomerang from Wind Waker. I've got the fierce deity sword, and I've got Begorn's sword in my sword display. I've got my little stove. I've got uh, some nice little fur. I do wish that you could also like customize some furniture, add and more stuff furniture like that. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got the art. I've got the art room. I've got a bed. I've got a goddess statue, and I've got just a door outside. Yeah. Yeah. I man, yeah. I do wish that that you could like keep at it because I wanted to build this sucker up, like make yes. it a castle. You know. Yeah. I um on Alas. display. I had all the champions' uh, weapons, like the dusk bow. I had. Uh, the special shields like Ar uh, Arbosa's shield. Man, the shield how many weapon displays Waker. do you have? I have two weapon displays and one bow display and one shield display. Oh, that's man. why I had to get rid of the goddess statue room because I wanted all these on display. Yeah, I like. I just I wish that you could just build like no no yeah. limit no limit. Yep. Speaking yep. of Minecraft, 
so yeah, those are those are, those aren't like all the side quests in the in the game, but those, those are some really? of the ones that that stuck. Out. <laughs> well, yeah, clearly. Some of the some of the ones that stuck out um, to me, anyways, as just being a little bit more fun, a little bit more in depth. I I do think my critique still stands. Like I think that I think there's just like too many side quests. Like for like, there comes a point when it's just like I just I don't want to collect any more whatevers. I don't want to yeah. do any more whatevers. Um, so I think that there's too many, and I think that there's like a, a little bit. Like I, my word was overindulgence. I I think that a lot of these side quests, uh, unfortunately, are are just big for the sake of being big. Or like there's too many things to collect. But um, but yeah, like it is. I guess it's you know it doesn't hurt to have them there. And uh, mm-hmm. but I I I also I'm just like I feel like I want to 100% everything in the game. But the I reached my point where I was like I cannot possibly do another yeah. side quest for another character after I've already done. I don't know how many, but like a lot, and I'm still not halfway done my side quests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a lot. I remember getting to like the end point of my game where I was like, okay, here's where I finally get the percentage marker on my map to see how much I have left. And I was like, oh my god, I still have like 40 side quests left. Like, yeah. God, after doing already 100 of them. So it was just like, ugh. So it is a bit much like the monsters it is a little the monsters is ridiculous that's too much but mm-hmm. it but maybe also like there there are those of us who want to complete it 100 percent. but there's also just people who just want to play and like maybe yeah. every time they play they'll run into different side quests because there are so many so that's fantastic and that's something i love about like skyrim or whatever like you never quite feel like you played the whole thing and every time you come back there's something new so, I mean, there'll never be anything new to this game for me ever again, because I did understand yeah. of it. No but kidding. I can understand the draw of having that many for that purpose. Yeah, I mean, I did 100 hours of Skyrim, and I feel like I barely scratched the surface. I know, like, Skyrim's barely. massive, yeah. Um, which is which is crazy, because, I mean, it's like 12 years old now at this point. But uh... Yeah, and it also, comparatively to more open-world games, it's not that big, but it's still, it's like... It's, like, not that big a map, but it's so full of substance, like, that it is that big. Which, which frankly, is kind of what I'm... This is a sidebar, but, like, I I feel like I'm kind of hoping for that for the next Zelda game. Like, have a smaller world, but just pack it a little bit more Mm -hmm. with with different stuff and and different things to do. Including uh, lots of fun side quests that maybe, you know, maybe you trim the fat a little bit. And you just make the... 50 side quests in the game really special and really fun mm-hmm. but you know like uh, his mask. yeah exactly but uh, you know there are there are a lot of really fun side quests in tears of the kingdom a lot that yes. we talked about a lot of you know i think i think there's a theme in the ones that we I, I think before almost a lot of them we were just like you know this one's simple but you know so there's nothing wrong with just simple side quests and in mm-hmm. whatnot so yeah there we go um Okay, well, that's uh, that's our list of side quests for Tears of the Kingdom. We want to know what you think. What are your favorite side quests in this game? Uh, have you, are you a maniac like Allison and have completed all of these side quests? Or are you a lazy butt like me and have not? <laughs> Those are two very big extremes. Like <laughs> They are. There's probably, so, like, if, if you've done, like, 90 to 100 side quests, you're, you're probably, like, I was going to say normal, but I think even that, like, that's a lot of side quests. It is a little excessive, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think if you did like fifty to uh, fifty to a hundred, you're you're fine for terms yeah. of side quests. Yeah, I don't think you're missing out on anything. No. Um. So there you go. Okay. Well, uh, we also have uh, best Zelda ever coming up in the next mm-hmm. little bit. I'm excited to talk about that on a future episode. I just submitted my best Zelda ever list to uh, to the writing team. It feels weird. This is the first year that I've not 
kind of spearheading best Zelda ever, but it also feels really nice. I was going to say, does it feel nice? Because that does, is yeah. a massive article. It so. is. Yeah. I was talking to Rod um, the other night about it, and he's... We, I had an old document full of like stats and stuff like that, and I was like, "This is all you now, baby. Like this is yeah, this is for you. So here you yeah. go." Um, I'm excited for that because I, I want to see how much the list changes yeah. after tears. And we're opening it up tears, to to a lot of new people too. Yeah, I think tears will be really high at least for this first year. I think um, it will be too. I don't. I'm still not sure how high it's going to be on my list, but my number three game up until now has been Breath of the Wild for a couple years now. So. I know that's gonna go. I know that's gonna change. So I'm really excited to see how this list changes from how, what we've talked about in past years. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be different because the pool is wider, and I think Tears of the Kingdom could very well challenge for number one. I think it's gonna get number one. Ocarina of Time has been unstoppable, but yeah, <laughs> I think it could do it. So, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's coming up in a couple weeks. I just brought that up because I submitted my list. I'm excited for that, and I have a lot of. I've been thinking a lot about the legacy of Tears of the Kingdom, which I want to get into on the next, you know, coming coming weeks, coming months, and stuff like that. But I, Best Zelda Ever seems like an appropriate place to start. So, um, yep. yeah, excited about that. Uh, but that, my friends, is going to do it for us for this week. That was all of our favorite side quests. Let us know your favorite side quests are over on Discord. You can let us know over on Twitter as well. We are at the TheZeldaCast, at Spateri316, at Allison Aletha. And I think we're also... All over on Blue Sky now with uh, with the same handles as well, so you can check us out over there if you are on that platform. And hey, if you need an invite code, you slide into my DMs. I've got one for anybody that uh, that wants one. So um, yeah, just hit me up and, and I can share with you. Uh, we also would encourage you to check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Like, subscribe, recommend, rate, all that good stuff. If you have a Zelda fanatic in your life, tell them about the Zelda cast. We do it every week. And we live stream on Twitch every single week as well. You can see our beautiful faces as well as over on Zelda Dungeon's YouTube channel. Um, that, my friend. Oh, you know what? I was almost done plugging, but I forgot one very important thing. We're recording a new episode of the ZeldaCast Top 10s this week. Uh, it's a little bit later in the in the month than we usually do, but we got uh, we got a patron coming on the show. Uh, Tony has been a longtime supporter of the show. He's coming on, and he's going to join me, and we're going to have a great time. And, uh, hey... You know, if you if you want to take your Zelda cast love to the next level and uh, and join the Patreon page, you can be on the you can be on the show too. All you gotta do is ask. It's a fun time. Hi. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's a fun time. We're gonna be talking about scary moments and our top ten dungeon themes. Do you do you know what my top dungeon theme is? Do I even have to? Yeah, I do. I, I I won't spoil it, but I do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> It's about the journey, not the destination. So, uh, <laughs> okay. All right. That's going to do it for us, friends. We're out of here, but we will see everybody next week. Until then, take care. Bye.